Okay, welcome to this latest edition of Garden Vibes, the New York Knicks podcast hosted by me, Robert Wilkenbrod. So, there has been so much going on in this past week since we last recorded that I I don't even think it's worth talking about the Knicks at all, because there's really nothing necessary to talk about. And there's just been so many other events in the basketball world and the landscape around us that are just worth talking about here. Yeah. And just, it just defies or it just goes beyond basketball. It goes beyond the sport and it's worth talking about that rather than speculating on some next stuff for a week, which we'll, we'll get back to next week. But we had the boycotting or striking or whatever terminology you want to use for it of NBA playoff games on Wednesday, it started with the Milwaukee Bucks um, sitting out that game, and then it led to the Orlando Magic, and then all all the teams still left in the bubble ended up sitting out their games, and the NBA ended up postponing their games, which resumed on Saturday. So everything was just a whirlwind on Wednesday. Um, what was that? The 26th, August 26th. It was an unforgettable day that really was just, I guess we, I guess we should call the protest. Maybe it was a protest to draw attention to the Black Lives Matter movement, and, or I should just say in general, the social justice movement to, and to halt racism and to address other issues, including uh, voting and trying to create this kind of outreach to people. And it was these basketball players using their position of power. They used their position of power to do this. And to me, I guess I don't need to re-explain details here too much because you pretty much know what happened by now if you're following basketball or if you're listening to this podcast. But to me, I found it powerful. I found it to be a powerful and effective use of their position, which is, okay, you have so many eyes on the game of basketball, and these names are so prominent, especially with these superstars that lead the way in the NBA, how super it's a superstar-driven sport, but it's also superstar-driven in power. LeBron James, Chris Paul, um, Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, the top guys have the most power in the league, and it's not like that in other sports. It's not like that in baseball. Um, football, maybe a little bit with the quarterback, but not as much since football is such an interchanging sport. Um, hockey, maybe a little bit, but uh, and soccer, maybe some too, but soccer is just not at the level of the other four sports right now. So basketball is a superstar-driven sport with the personalities that are just kind of most known right now. And... Their, their faces are all over everything. You know their faces. You know their voices. And when they do something as powerful as this, it stands out. Especially from someone like LeBron James, who's a sports and media media and business mogul. And he's, done, he's accomplished that even probably a few years before he's going to retire. So, you have these powerful athletes led by... Or, these powerful athletes who have hundreds of others behind them, it makes for a very, very 
um, very known and very, I guess I would say, a, a well-known and scalable protest, or scalable movement, because it's, you have the outreach, it expands into the, you have the outreach into the people, but it goes from the powerful figures in the NBA and expands out to the players who all do their thing. Because, I mean, obviously some of them aren't going to have the same kind of um, base as LeBron or Giannis does, but together they are a massive force. And look what they've done already. They're getting NBA owners to open up arenas as polling stations. They're working with networks to get more advertising about social justice programs and they're doing things just to promote awareness. I mean, obviously the NBA players can't initiate any laws or open up anything else, but they can put pressure on because they have the power to. They have the power to put pressure on people because everyone want well at least NBA fans want their games and it's a form of entertainment it's a very popular form of entertainment and without and they're using the game as a way of saying okay we'll play if if you give us this it's kind of like a negotiation in a way because they know where they are in their stances and they're trying to get everyone else to act or to getting these legislators to act those who might be interested in the NBA or Maybe they're getting the NBA personnel to act because, of course, this is a money-making business. And the NBA is going to want to make money. And a lot of these players are getting millions of dollars a year to the point where they're in a comfortable enough spot to say, okay, here, we can take this chance here and we can assert our power. So it's a wild it's a wild thing that's been going on. And I, I'm, I'm for it. I'm for promoting awareness. And I'm sure that's going to turn people away just like everything now but i'm all for promoting awareness i'm i'm for bringing these issues to light because there is some form of racism that still exists in the united states again people are going to disagree with that everyone disagrees with that everything uh my opinion my opinions are my own here so i really do think that the these nba athletes are bringing these issues to light in a proper way they're doing it in a peaceful way too which people also ask for from them and they're delivering it there's no violence there's no shouting there's no uh fist fighting these are players that are just doing their thing these are just players that are stepping off the court or they did step off the court to say okay here we are, we want to put pressure on, and we want to make some changes here. We want to bring more awareness. And it's awesome that these players unite together, everyone that was still remaining in the bubble, to drive everything home. And it was really it was really um, cool to see. And I was at the, it was to the point where if the NBA games didn't continue, I would have just said, okay, okay, fine. It is what it is. I, I'm not entitled to games. Games are a form of entertainment. I'm not entitled to them. I do, of course, love basketball. I, I would love to watch basketball, but if the games are gonna, if the games would have gone away, I, I would because of the players doing or fighting for something they believe in, I would have supported it, hundred percent. I support what they did initially, and I would support it one hundred percent. 
because they're in a position of power and they're using their power properly. So that's where I am at on that. I can't go f much further than that because I would probably need a, a guest on here who could probably bring me a little bigger perspective here than I, than I can. But this is just how I viewed everything from the past few days. And then, of course, we have the passings of Clifford Robinson, Lute Olson, and Chadwick Boseman over the past few days. There's no easy transition of getting into talking about any of them. Um, just three things that just came within, like, snap of the finger within seconds of each other, it felt like. And it just, it hits. It hits hard. Lute Olson was a, a famous coach at, at uh, Arizona Clifford Robinson was a long-time NBA player. Spanned through, I think he started in the 80s. He was well-known with those Blazers in the early 90s. He played into the 2000s, too, the early 2000s. The most recent NBA fans here might remember that. Um, so he's gone. And then Chadwick Boseman, who was, who was an incredible figure in the movie landscape, and, of course, that oftentimes led into sports, and then... Uh, popular culture with, Mar with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. His shocking, his passing was the most shocking of them all when he uh, he died of colon cancer. And it hit hard. It hit home. And as someone like me who's a big longtime fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and has followed it every step of the way, that hurt. That hurt big time. And it still hurts even talking about this, not even at the time I'm recording this, not even 48 hours later. Oh man, it stings. It sucks. And he was gone and just oh man, forty-three years old. Gone. Clifford Robinson gone early too. Man, it's a sh it's a shame. It's a damn shame. Uh, but all we can do at this point now is just look back on these legacies and what's left behind and what was created, especially in Bozeman's case, what he created. The outreach he had with cancer patients, the outreach he had with an entire community, with the entire, I guess you want to say world, since these MCU films went worldwide. Oh man, absolutely incredible what happened with the MCU. And absolutely incredible what he did as Black Panther. Man, unforgettable. And man, it's just summed up what's just been, or it's just continued what's been just a damn awful year. I know there's some people who try to argue that maybe this opened up another perspective for them, but as someone who's lost a family member and, and just watching the destruction around us, I can't find that as a good thing. I, I, I can't. I, I want to move away from this year. It's hell. It's absolute hell. And it's it's tough to move forward on. Oh, man. So... That's about all I can do to putting in this into words right now. Uh, I'm sure I can go on with more, but I'm going to choose just to... Uh, just to stall out right now. And maybe we'll come back on this on another episode, but I'm hoping to get back into more uh, next talk next week. Hopefully we'll get back to maybe a little more normalcy on it. We might look over more things again with the social justice because that's that's way more important than a lot of this next stuff that I would just be speculating on so we'll highlight that and 
yeah, we're going to keep following what the NBA is doing. There's the playoffs going on. I mean, that's not a topic for us to talk about. It's not relevant for that. But just what the NBA is trying to push forward with, with this, their social justice campaigns. Again, I am in full support of this, and I am looking forward to seeing what they do next. Because the election is just in over two months, and it's going to be one what. One wild ride to get there. So thanks for following along with this uh, unique episode of Garden Vibes. We're still very early into this podcast. And I did not expect to be doing this so soon. An episode like this so soon. But here we are. You can go follow me on Twitter at Rob.